Welcome to the About Seth podcast, where we're talking all things Seth Godin. Thanks for joining me for part three of The Dip by Seth Godin, subtitled The Extraordinary Benefits of Knowing When to Quit and When to Stick. And Seth's uh, hypothesis or thesis is that being best in the world is seriously underrated. Before we start, a quick refresher. The cul-de-sac and the cliff are the curves that lead to failure. If you find yourself facing either of those two curves, a cul-de-sac or a cliff, you need to quit. The biggest obstacle to success in life is our inability to quit these curves soon enough. We need to quit any project that isn't a dip so that we can focus all of our efforts in pushing through those dips that we stick with. If it's worth doing, there's probably a dip. The dip creates scarcity, and that scarcity creates value when everybody else quits along the way. The dip is where success happens. If you haven't already realized it, the dip is the secret to your success. The people who set out to make it through the dip The people who invest the time and the energy and the effort to power through the dip are the ones who become the best in the world. Instead of moving on to the next thing, instead of doing slightly above average, instead of settling for what you've already got, embrace the challenge. For whatever reason, these people that refuse to abandon the quest and push through the dip all the way to the next level, these are the ones who make it through the dip and get that success. The next section is titled, The Reason We're Here. And Seth says, if I could offer you one piece of inspiration, it's this. The dip is the reason you're here. Whatever it is that you're doing, you've made a significant uh, investment of time or money or, or effort to get to this moment. You've acquired the education, the equipment, the reputation, just so that you confront the dip right now. The dip is the reason that you're here. And it's not enough to survive your way through the dip. You get what you deserve when you embrace the dip and treat it like the opportunity that it really is. The next section, the lie of diversification. When faced with the dip, many individuals and organizations diversify. The thinking goes that if they can't make it to the next level in what they're doing right now, they should go and learn to do something else. Diversification feels like the right thing to do, but the real success goes to those that obsess. The focus that leads you through the dip to the other side is rewarded by a marketplace in search of the best in the world. Before you enter a new market, consider what would happen if you managed to get through the dip that you're facing right now and win in the market you're already in. A woodpecker can tap 20 times on a thousand different trees and get nowhere but stay busy. Or he can tap 20,000 times on one tree and get dinner. Most people are afraid to quit. It's easier to be mediocre than it is to confront reality and quit. Quitting is difficult. Quitting requires you to acknowledge that you're never going to be the number one in the world, at least not at this. So it's easier to just put it off, not admit it, settle for mediocre. What a waste. The essential thing to know about the dip is that it's there. 
Knowing that you're facing a dip is the first step to getting through it. It's human nature to quit when it hurts, but it's that reflex that creates scarcity. Quitting when you hit the dip is a bad idea. If the journey you started was worth doing, then quitting at the dip means you've wasted all of the time you've already invested. If you know you can't make it through the dip when it comes, and it will come, then don't start. Superstar thinking. Superstars get what they want because they have unique skills. They command far more than their fair share of income, respect, of opportunity, because they are extraordinary and there are few other choices that are as good as they are. If you want to be a superstar, you need to find a field with a steep dip, a big barrier between those who try and those who succeed. And of course, you need to go through that dip and get to the other side. It's not for everyone because if it were, there would be no superstars. The difficulty creates the scarcity, which creates the value of superstars. The dip is actually a greatest ally because it makes the project worthwhile and keeps others from competing with you. But that's not all. In addition to finding a dip that you can conquer, you also need to quit all of the cul-de-sacs that you're currently idling your way through. You must quit all of the projects, the investments, the endeavors that don't offer the same opportunity as your dip. It's difficult to do, but it's vitally important. And to finish this section, the seven reasons you might fail to become the best in the world. You run out of time and quit. You run out of money and quit. You get scared and quit. You're not serious about it and quit. You lose interest or enthusiasm or settle for being mediocre and quit. You focus on the short term instead of the long term and quit when the short term gets too hard. Or... You pick the wrong thing at which to be best in the world. Now, the good thing about these seven reasons is that you can plan for all of these situations. You can know before you start whether or not you have the resources and the will to get to the end of the dip. If you fail to become the best in the world, it's either because you planned wrong or because you gave up before you reached your goal. Thank you for listening to the About Seth podcast. I hope you learned something along the way. I strongly urge you to check out more Seth Godin. You could either buy one of his books, check out one of his TED Talks, or subscribe to his daily blog. Or go to aboutseth.com.